Oh, hey, we're back. It's podcast The Russians. Today we have um, a special episode with um, an old friend of mine, uh, Anna. It's not her real name. Uh, yeah. We're sort of we're using a pseudonym to protect her identity because you know you, for for reasons that will you'll. You, well, the reasons are, I think, clear for yeah, everyone well, who's like, following out. the news. Uh, yeah, we um, uh, used to be good friends in Moscow from like more than a decade ago. And now she's um, uh, one of um, the uh, many people who uh, ran away from Moscow and uh, now is currently in Istanbul. And uh, we kind of just want to talk to her about um, what it's like there because she's like a... Uh, first-hand witness. First-hand witness to like to to um you know to to this kind of mass of people who are yeah leaving Russia and and you know for basically to any kind of to any city that they can you know uh, so Istanbul is a is a pretty popular destination from what I understand other other and then you know various European uh, countries are also popular for people who have uh, European visas. Um, Central Asia. Dubai too. is a big one. Uh, yeah, country uh, cities in Central Asia are, are huge. So. So we're just uh, speaking to Anna to figure out um, like what the situation is, what the yeah. mood on the ground is. Yeah, wh- what are people doing? You know, what are Russians talking about? The ones that are kind of deciding to, f- for whatever reason, to 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 run away right. in sort of the wake of this war and and the and the and the clampdown that's happening in Russia. Um, yeah. Anyway, hi Anna, welcome. Hello, hi guys. Hey, thanks for thanks for talking to us. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I guess we should just get right <laughs> straight to the point. Um, yeah, from, uh, you know, obviously we chatted, so I know that uh, you uh, recently um, went uh, to Moscow to visit family and just to see what it's like right in the, uh, in the middle of this uh, Operation Z, <laughs> the war. That's, I guess you can't, you can't talk about it in Russia. <laughs> you can't um, call it a war. You have to call it a special operation in, in Russia. Or you <laughs> yeah. go to jail, actually. Yeah, and... and <laughs> Which is pretty nuts. Right. Yeah. yeah, right. They can give you, I think, 15... I mean that's supposedly. Yeah. Supposedly, I don't know if actually. It's yet well, you, you, I think I think Anna will maybe uh, help us ex- explain it because you uh, just to, to set the situation a little bit. So you uh, you know you kind of work most of the time outside of Russia, right? And so you yeah, I, when this war happened, you um, you were outside of Russia and you decided to. cut Were you planning on coming back to Russia, or did you decide to come back to because of what was going on to see family and things like that? Yeah, I think it's very important to start with like describing my situation in general. So yes, you're right. Uh, I'm living and working uh, outside of Russia, but I have very strong connections with Russia. All my family is there. All my friend, like most of my friends, are there. So I can I don't consider myself to be completely cut from Russia. So it's a very important, mm-hmm. it's like this connection is extremely important for me. And um, like opportunities to go there whenever I want is like crucial. So uh, I was before like 20, before the 24th of uh, February, I planned to go to see my family anyway. And mm-hmm. then uh, when it it all started, I just realized that all my friends, like not all, but many of my friends and just former colleagues and people whom I know were leaving Russia. And I was uh, obviously a little bit like panicking because uh, for me, it was, uh, I was was worrying for my family. And uh, though many people were telling me that like, you are crazy, everyone is leaving Russia, like why why you are going like there, (laughs) like against the current, 
But yeah, I yeah. realized, yeah, yeah, I realized that it's super important for me to see my family, and just to make sure that uh, I don't know. Just maybe it's more like emotional. Though I try to like be more rational and. Uh, not to like not to panic because i think when you are in this emotional condition it's uh, super counterproductive so but i said okay at least i go there i see what the situation is and then i see like what i can do if i really feel that i need to take my family out of there i have some let's say opportunities to do it and i'll do that mm-hmm. if not so just for me it was like a matter of uh, um <laughs> how to say like i don't not testing the ground but just to see that everything is set up so yeah, yeah. and uh it's certain trap uh because i know it's like in the early days immediately there was this um it's like a panic clearly not true yet that there there're going to be a martial martial law enforced right yeah, yeah 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 and like it's it's an interesting phenomenon because i think that people who were I can I can speak only about Moscow, right? So because majority of my friends, uh, family, they are in Moscow. So uh, like uh, they were really panicking. Even the ones who were always like, trying to like uh, keep calm, even those people were really panicking. And being outside of Moscow, I could like see it and I could feel it and uh, it was not affecting me so much so that's why I took I was thinking and I was trying to think about pros and cons but then I decided okay I should go there and so I was quite uh, calm uh, but <laughs> when I came to Moscow uh, on my second day I decided that okay maybe it's too risky to stay here uh maybe i should i should uh, like leave the country but only like because at that moment i realized that okay my family is uh, fine so yeah they are aware of all the so of course they they are worried and uh, they uh, their future is very unpredictable no one knows uh, what will happen like mm-hmm. in a week in a month in uh, in several months so but they were more or less in a like stable condition and mm-hmm. uh so i also talked to all my family and they realized that they were not ready to leave mm-hmm. and uh then uh so i did like so let's say i brought them some money uh and uh, i checked that they were emotionally fine and then i th- and then uh, we had like a family family committee or so and we all decided that okay maybe it's better like because mm-hmm. now is the worst moment to lose job for myself so right. and we all agreed that okay so maybe it's better just to be safe maybe it's better to leave and then instead of for you to go for you to go back to work essentially for you yeah. right oh mm-hmm. like leave russia that was yes the, yeah. like so and then instead of staying with them for 10 days i stayed only like uh, four days and then uh, i left the country the main reason for this was that yes there are there is this fear that uh, they will like the government will close the boundaries that there will be this martial law so uh, like futures like you, you don't know what to expect tomorrow so mm-hmm. that was the biggest let's say fear or risk and we said okay so we saw each other so everything is more or less fine uh, we hope uh, like okay so let's so we all agreed that i should leave and that's why i left and mm-hmm. uh because i had these days off so i thought okay maybe i shouldn't go back to work right away mm-hmm. uh and uh in the beginning i was planning to go with my cousin like to armenia mm-hmm. 
also oh. to spend some time with her uh, and her family. But then um, the flight was canceled. <laughs> their flight was canceled. So they had to change their plans and they didn't really work, didn't match with my like plans because I had some commitments to go back to work. So I started to check other destinations or and then I realized that Istanbul is uh, kind of a good option and also a lot of friends whom I haven't seen for a while are here and I thought okay it's also it's a good chance to see because I think what I've realized uh, for the last month that this like personal relationship personal connection with people with your friends they enhanced like mm-hmm. because we are all all of us uh, we are spread all over the world right and though we yeah. try to keep in touch but uh, sometimes we don't have time i don't know type difference uh, di- different reasons so but these last i would say like two weeks right so as long as all this madness yeah. is going on so people started to i think it's a new level of uh, appreciation of this uh, friendship or just like personal relationship and uh, i really i can feel this uh, and um, i thought okay it's really it's a very important moment to see my friends and uh, yeah, istanbul yes yeah, uh, you said istanbul is one of these hubs so uh, i thought okay i'll go there i'll see some of my friends and then I'll go back to work so but you know what's funny about about the hub like just like 100 years ago yeah because I think a lot of uh, people would run away yeah absolutely so it's very interesting like I had this feeling here though obviously I I didn't experience it as all of us but uh, I caught like I just had this glimpse that okay it looks a little bit like this uh, white emigre, so right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's, uh, though, like I, I, I just I can judge it, or I have uh, a uh, like description of this based on the on literature and on history. Yeah. But I see I see people. So first of all, it's really crazy. So you just you walk uh, down the street and you meet friends, like not friends, but maybe some people <laughs> who just you know randomly. Yeah. <laughs> really, is it looks like you in are the streets of Istanbul. in Moscow That's funny. in the yeah. in the center even more concentrated. So you just meet random people from your previous life, and uh, these are people uh, so who can create something. So you know they are. I mean, it's not just the creative class or how they like to call it in Russia, but these are really people who can uh, uh, enhance some changes, and uh, and of different, by the way, very different ages. So. For example, I was flying with a very famous um, violin player, uh, violin player. Uh, so, mm-hmm. and then here I see like architects, a lot of people from the IT industry. Of uh, so, di- dif- different type of people, different ages, mm-hmm. different social statuses. A lot of people with uh, kids, uh, with their families. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was surprised quite senior people here in terms of age. So, and so they were like, let's say brave enough or maybe desperate enough just to leave the country and uh, they are here. So, and then Mm. like typical situation is that most of like, not most, I would say maybe half, half, yeah, half, Mm -hmm. uh, half of people, they don't know their next step. 
So let's take a step, st- uh, one step uh, in a, like in a moment or how say in a time. Uh, yeah, right? one step at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're just at a time. Yeah, one step at a time. Yeah. You mean that people might have plans just for a month or two? So the idea is that they just fled because they they there's they just don't know what's what, what's coming next. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah, so they yeah. just so fled, they and were, that's yeah. Yeah, so they for them it was uh, the most important thing was to get out of that uh, like uh, system that was like shrinking and so in fact I think all of, all of us or people who were there we could literally see this iron curtain going down you know so yeah. just, I think it was uh, super important for uh, these people just to get out of there so another reason by the way uh, that. Uh, those let's say male uh, males of mm-hmm. mobilization right. age there is another fear that they will be uh, so they like the, the government uh, announces uh, uh, martial law and then they have the right to mobilize uh, any male of from 18 to i don't know like 45 or 50 or whatever age it is so that's another like risk or fear that uh, people yeah. have uh yeah. So, and then some people have have plans. So, but usually these are people who already uh, prepared something. You know, so they were thinking. Probably they were thinking about uh, yeah moving somewhere like before. Got it. So they have some kind of plan B, either like a place yeah, yeah, they yeah, can yeah, go yeah, yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like something is a little bit like <laughs> prepared, but there are also a lot of people who have no clue. Uh, where to go, what to do, and now, uh, so also another fear I think that was like really important is that people were really afraid of uh, borders, of the borders to be closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of so course. this freedom of uh, movement, so free, freedom of mo- like mobility was super important. And now, uh, so now when they realized, okay, yes, yeah, so there is uh, no way to go to like Europe to the west, but. St- uh, you can still go to the east and to Africa. So they started, they they got calm a little bit and uh, many of them are now thinking to come back uh-huh. because they have work, they have uh, like their home, they, they have their families, friends, their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And then uh, like future there yeah. is a bit more predictable than... Than anywhere else. else. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... 